This podcast is a part of the Asian Studies, a youth-led organization which aims to support and help Asian students around the world with academics, career, and school life. My name is Felice, and along with Zara, we will be talking about a common issue that has been increasing over the recent years, the Asian social media fetishization and exotification. Asian, Asian social media fetishization has caused many insecurities within individuals, and this episode we aim to address the issues of social media fetishization and exotification, introducing resources to help those who are affected by this common issue. Okay, so um, I'll be starting with the definition of fetishization. It is when there is a strong sexual or romantic preference for people of Asian descent. Mm -hmm. And this term is usually used towards um, East or like Southeast Asians mostly, but also sometimes and maybe also for um, South Asians. And how it actually came from um, in the beginning was from stereotypes. It's a very common thing like, most things currently um, come from stereotypes. So like for East Asians, Asians, East Asians, and mostly East Asian women, um, they were known for like quiet, you know, for being quiet, submissive. And also if um, some of you watched like old movies, whenever there's an East Asian woman, um, they would be like portrayed as, some, as someone exotic, seductive, but also very quiet. Oh yeah. Basically, yeah, yes, it's very weird. Um there this is actually I think they tried to base it from geishas. I'm really sorry if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, but just the basis um geishas are like a class of female Japanese performing artists and entertainers that are trained in traditional Japanese performing art styles such as dance, music and singing as well as being um, proficient conversationalist and host but yes um i think it's based on that which is completely disrespectful in the first place and also um in the 18th or 19th centuries um euro americans were crazy to start adapting the chinese and also other east asian motive and style into western art wow. and i think this was also one of the yeah which is like I mean, it's good that they're trying to, you know, introduce um, like Asian art into their own art in a way. Yeah. But I think that was the start of Asian fetishization, if I'm um, correct. Yeah, it kind of ignited um, so, it. So, yeah, it ignited it. And but the bad thing is, female bodies were like ornaments to them. Oh, so basically, dang. yes, female objectification, Asian, Asian, yeah, objectification, which is completely confusing and weird. Also, I think it started from like the 18th or 19th century when Euro Americans were like crazy in adapting Chinese or also like um, other East Asians' uh, motive and style into Western art, which is actually a good start in introducing like. Um, Asian culture into like Western the Western world mm -hmm. but it's also the start of a very bad like Asian objective objectification and yeah. like um, female especially female Asians were like 
ornaments to Western people. And um, like also in the 1800s, like a lot of Asian Americans were exoticized and also yeah. like fetishized, uh, fetishized for being like sexual partners. Like they were objectified oh. to be that. Like their role for these Western men were just to be like backups. Damn. For- I know, which is a horrible thing. And I feel like the men at that point, they were like viewing Asian women as a sexual object on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Which is horrible. And also some bit of history um, for Southeast Asians, um, a lot of people, especially women, has been affected during um, history. What history? A history of like, violence, imperialism, and also colonization from the Western countries during a lot of like conflicts and wars. I'm going to mention a few of the examples, like the Vietnam War, Indochina conflict, and the Philippines-American um, War. Mm-hmm. Wow. And especially because like talking about like objectification and exotification, um, I'd like to also mention how um, even in South Asians or Middle Eastern uh, peoples, they're also exotified in certain aspects. So exotifying, um, like exotification, is seeing someone as exotic or unusual. And with that, they romanticize like different stereotypes that are connected to who you think the person is. And the term describes a process in which you attribute a set of stereotypes to a person based on their appearance and how they fall outside of the norm. According to this website that I picked off, um, Nadatcha Jalpen website, sorry if I got it wrong. Um, in terms of South Asian exotification, um, seeing our culture or as exotic or unusual and people like romanticize this stereotype is just, um, it's terrible to see because it just adds more into like the object- objectification and for yes. people to, for society, especially with Euro mm-hmm. men or white, you know, any, any kind of man to, like, uh, use those stereotypes on women. And, for example, in the show Chronicle, there was this uh, woman of color, and she wore a hijab. And, and it's like an FBI show. So they had occurrences where the hijabi woman would take off her hijab, f- her hijab for cover or, like, like for her undercover agent stuff, like, it's stuff like that that kind of um like for example like taking off the hijab and like seeing the hair for the first time and it's all so exotic and all that in the show sexualize that part excessively for no reason yeah because it's like taking off a part of them you know and especially like our culture being exotified in movies where there there it's always on or off or the moment is so exotic yeah. that we see her hair it's just like it's not great to see and it's kind of very um how do i say like dehumanizing in a way for muslim asians yeah. or muslim women in That's general true. yeah and um especially it's also terms... like it's a culture right like to point, yeah. like they're making a culture into something that they can enjoy exactly for their own objectification again like it's just like even with issues with um, Mia Khalifa using her hijab and in terms of her own like sexual careers, it's mm-hmm. it just adds on more to that stereotype, and yeah, and especially in, with uh, Asians and East Asians and even in general being are being exotified, uh, exoticized and fetishized, 
we also look at masculinization. Like we see um, like other, I'm not comparing that, and it's not okay yeah. to sexualize women in general, even like, East yes, Asian women true. and all that. But we can also like mention that like it's the way South Asians are completely the opposite. Like we're seen as masculine. And I know so many experiences where like many of my friends and relatives, they were because of their ethnic features and genetics, they were seen as masculinized. They were seen as a boy. And I know so many other like even women in the community, they struggle with their identity and their pronouns because of like instances like being called a boy and being dehumanized for having body hair or ethnic features like our big nose or you know stuff like that it's like yeah we're being stripped of our femininity and being labeled as undesirable and it's just thinking about that like how it's are you using uh, yeah, yeah how, how can are... people be like doing like um facing and yeah. facing and also masculining in the same time for That's what I'm saying. Asians but completely different ones just because they have stereotypes in their heads yeah. they'd be like oh they should be like this and I like that they should be like <laughs> but I don't like that so I don't like want how that. how are y'all infantilizing sexualizing east and southeast Asians exotifying Middle East Asians while masculinizing masculinizing okay we're not laughing South because Asians it's funny this is very the serious. same breath yeah, let's talk about I that know. like i don't know you are weird people <laughs> Stop. like You're it's such a hard experience to like talk that. about because i remember when i was younger i have genetic features of having body hair yeah. and it's like it, and it's completely normal yeah but I, there was an ex- experience i like you know went through a, as a child when um mm-hmm. i was being told like there was a guy who saw my like i wore a t-shirt that day showing my arms yeah. and the guy was like ew what's that and they point out the hair on my arm and ever since that day like i remember i wore turtlenecks and just wore long sleeves like for so long that is a rude for like boy f- for a good four or five years because of that he issue should look into the mirror <laughs> he should definitely look into the mirror for, for just, just one moment exactly and it was just terrible to think about the way like i i tried so hard to be hyper feminine because yeah. my own ethnic features like having a big nose or um having hair is seen as like boyish or masculine and it's just um it's even hard to talk about it because we get gaslighted by others when we speak about yeah. this issue. Like, we were never seen as feminine or beautiful, and this impacts how even our own people, like brown men, uh, mm-hmm. most brown men, prefer white women because they're seen as feminine in society. You know, they're the standard. And then, yeah. like, because of the societal stereotypes, and then with women of color or brown women, they're seen as hyper-masculine or boyish. And that's why people have this, like, stereotype, um, like, type for women in terms of dating, which kind yeah. of, like, connects with East Asian women and sexualizing them and, you know, white women being the standard. They're like, oh, these are my type now, like, you know? And yeah, they I kind feel of... like, how do I say this? Like, for South Asian, uh, South Asian women, they should be appreciated more for their features. They're yeah. all beautiful like yeah and then like i can't believe they're making the standard for white women and especially east asian you're over sexualizing people like 
can't you just make it all equal? It's all supposed to be the same. Yeah, it's and it's just this, like, ho- I know this happens on TikTok or social media often, where, like, yeah. when we talk about our masculinization and ta- and East Asians talking about sexualization in, the- in their own cultures, like, it-, it leads to this clash where it's like, oh, so you guys want to be sexualized? Oh, like, what about this? Like, masculinization, like, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, it leads to this debate amongst Asians themselves in different parts where they kind of compare each other's issues, which is not the case here. We should be talking about the core issue, which is stereotypes and people choosing to do that and people like choosing to sexualize or see them in a different way because of society standards. Yeah, like if you see a problem, don't compare it to yours. You should understand yours, but understand their problem to it. Exactly. Not comparing. That's not going to fix anything. Exactly. And it's like talking about how as kids like sure there can be mistakes where you can you know say like oh you like asian men or whatever that kind of stuff yeah. but if you do like micro things for example like like moving on to um k-pop fans and how like they yeah. like they go on with like oh they're my type korean men and all that kind of stuff and it's just like girl why are you doing this you're white <laughs> to an extent like oh it's okay but like um i guess we should all view everyone as equal not like someone because of their features and especially not because of their race mm-hmm. okay maybe liking someone because of their features is okay but if you're liking someone just because they're, they're korean or they're, korean yeah korean yeah. or oh, they're asian that's not right mm-hmm. And continuing that, actually, it's quite similar to a topic that I want to talk about, which is something called like the yellow fever. And no, this I'm not talking about the yellow fever, like the real illness. No, I'm talking about <laughs> people wanting to date Asians, like East Asians or Southeast Asians, because they are East Asians or Southeast Asians. Like, um, I read an, an, an article when a woman named Lillian she went on Tinder, she is Asian American, and she went on Tinder to like obviously find her soulmate. Very normal. Mm-hmm. And like when she got there, she only got fetishized. Oh god. Yeah, she like she That's met terrible. men that were swiping on her just because she was Asian. So they were typing and texting on her, writing like, I want to try my first Asian woman, or like I need my yellow fever cured. Like, that is completely disrespectful. And like, now women can't even tell if people are interested in them because of themselves or because of their race. Oh, yeah, that's a great point, actually, literally. Yes, like, we need to... Liking someone because of race is is wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah, and like, I know one point where, like, even thinking in this way, we're like, um, South Asian women when they're in the dating world you know mm-hmm. like yeah. they're kind of like afraid not afraid but like they worry that like in terms of appearances like because we were like so masculinized our entire life yeah. having another partner that sees you as beautiful in general not like it's kind of like oh my god like 
I don't believe in that. Like, I don't believe that this is real because, like, all our lives we were seen as not feminine, not beautiful, not this and that. And the, it leads to such horrible self-esteem within the South yeah. Asian community. And mm-hmm. have going to the dating world or, you know, it's kind of difficult to find that kind of thing where you have to, like, yes, understand that... when you're going that, to the dating world, there's a lot of people that already have stereotypes on you. Yeah, so, so like, have that kind on of, you. like, partner who actually, like, doesn't worry about that. You're just, like oh wow this is so sh- this is a shocking turn you know? which is like a normal thing which is what everyone should have yeah it's like the basic mm-hmm. and also like i'll just continue saying about like right now like um asian media is really huge especially like east asian media it's a really yeah. uh, big K-pop. thing right now yes, oh, yeah that's yeah. true and like also like anime and like japanese media oh, also yeah, anime, right? yeah yeah, yeah. Also, um, how do I say this? Because it's very well known, I feel like Asian fetishization is not only wanting to date someone because it's, uh, they're Asian, but also wanting to become Asian. Yeah, because they're seen confusing. as this way. And then yeah. like white people or the white community kind of see this as like, Oh wow, they're seeing they're it this way, so we now. should look. Yeah, yeah we sh- they idolize them or objectify them, and then they want that on themselves. Like, yeah, so like, um, I see a lot of people changing their features. Um, <coughs> I'll be using. Okay, no, <laughs> changing their features, um, using like makeup or plastic surgery, and also there is this one person, one video that I saw on TikTok, which is not a valid source, but I just have to mention this. I saw this girl changing completely all her features um, to look East Asian and also um, posting pictures to imagine herself to marry or date a Korean to only, like, she also imagined her future babies. Oh my god and she wants to imagine them. i mean it's not wrong to imagine your future babies i'm just saying that she's imagining specifically asian babies yeah that is definitely fetish and she though. yeah and she also named the babies korean god. names oh my god i've I have a story for you like i was younger and i followed this k-pop account and they usually posted like thirst, you know, posts about yeah, I get it, I get it. performers, and she announced how she'll name her white child, her white child, after J Hope from BTS. Like, that is extreme. Like, for example, when you're a kid and you're going, I mean, through, like, like issues I guess with it's stereotyping. Okay. I mean, like, to an extent, it's okay because it's a stage name. But like they're not J Hope, like the actual like his like I don't know if I should say I don't think it's correct, but Jung Ho Sung, like mm-hmm, yeah. like the actual name, and it's oh, just then... it's just oh. crazy. Like there they will be like for example, some people blatantly be like I love Asian women da 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 da, but some people will be like oh I no they don't really like state that they have a like the Asian people type, but they have those micro mm-hmm. stuff where it's like. I want Asian babies, or I want to name my child after this Asian name, or, you know, um, like, stuff, small stuff like that, that can still be damaging. Okay, people out there respect their culture, respect everyone's culture, and respect your own, and please follow your own. If you really want to appreciate another culture, do things that are more, like, try to incorporate them in your lives, but not name your babies. 
with yes. the same. Not, not like that. Not to the extent of yes. cleaning babies. Like, okay. join a traditional party. Maybe try, like, you know, henna and not like that. Yeah. But you're going to change your ethnic features, wear our clothes, like, practically look like us. Because It just kind of further ignites sexualization, exotification yes. on Asian women and Asian That is completely know, disrespectful. I just want to mention, like, like a conclusion to to this topic. Like, this is completely disrespectful, and we Asians are human, <laughs> just like you. <laughs> We're human. We're equal. You know, we should yeah. all be viewed exactly the same. I know stereotypes are made sometimes good, positive, sometimes bad. I feel like we should not have stereotypes at this point. We should mm-hmm. be viewed as equal, um, and also like a race someone's race is not a preference i'm just gonna say this one more time a race is not a preference you should not make it your preference Mm -hmm. and especially if you have the reasons that you like these asian women because they're submissive or whatnot no that is still not a reason to for it to be your preference that is completely disgusting no offense wait you're supposed to be offended it's very yeah and it's very dehumanizing to think about and I feel like like those kind of things need to be changed and it's all rooted in racism, you know? And that's why, we, like, I'm glad our generation yes. is working towards dismantling that, but it takes baby steps. Like, for example, um, the movie Shang-Chi, I, I don't know if this is confirmed, but the actress Menger Zhang, I hope I said that right, um, mm-hmm. she plays um, Xia Ling in the, in the movie uh, in the as movie? Shang-Chi's sister. And um, she actually had her hair, a red stripe in her hair. And you know how that's oh. very like a stereotype, exotic yeah, a kind stereotype. of thing yeah, yeah. in older movies. And she, she spoke out about like, I don't want this in the movie. Take it out. <laughs> so they CGI'd the whole movie where she had the red really? stripe in her hair. And I think it was like, despite it, was you know, having issues. Yeah, they took a lot of effort into doing that because they don't want that like kind of stereotype especially put on in a big franchise like marvel yeah. so yeah i, I we take baby steps that's okay yeah baby yeah steps. we take baby steps it, it's it's to work towards breaking uh yeah. hyper masculization and fetishization exotification amongst asian amongst the asian community yeah so. and also like i just want to mention like this is the stereotypes that are made yes i will completely blame old media or old mm-hmm. movies i will completely blame them um, because that is where like it's rooted from yeah like that's how um everything started mm-hmm. but like if i'm gonna compare to the media now um how do i say this the current media is more positive in a way mm-hmm. and if you're still going to blame the media the current media for your reason of fetishizing asians mm-hmm. no that's false because now we're showing the truth k-pop anime um yes sometimes it does some mistakes right Mm -hmm. but like mostly it's showing what's real so you can't blame the current media right now for Mm -hmm. making yourself prefer asians i don't know if i'm saying this correctly yeah 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 you're good you're good yeah like um don't just because you watch k-pop don't say that you like korean people just because you watch k-pop that's what i need to say Mm -hmm. And I'm really thankful that like the recent media is more respectful and now we have a more diverse image for Asians instead of those like small-minded stereotypes. Yeah, of course. 
And that is it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please make sure that you are able to find and identify those who you trust so you can get help whenever you need help or are in a crisis. Uh, Don't forget to follow and like as well as listen to our podcast episodes. Our next episode will be released next week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to also follow our Instagram at loveasianspodcast. Once again, we hope you liked the episode today. Signing off. Love Love Asians. Asians.